1: Everyone, good morning, and thanks for tuning in with us here today on Conscious Talk radio that does make a difference and folks we know it's a wild ride out there for everyone right now and we hope that you're all really grounded and staying calm and not giving in to worry and fear because those will limit and really affect your immune system but you're staying hopeful you're being smart and you're doing the things that we talk about on this show
2: yeah and if you've been a long time listener of Conscious Talk of course you know we've been talking about all of those um, health routines and things that you can do we've been talking about this for years because um, keeping up your immune system etc is so important I want to remind you to go to ConsciousTalk.net in the archives section you can find a lot of things but also um, you can go to podcast one.com forward slash conscious hyphen talk um, there's actually a few years of of shows in both of those places.
1: Um, And also, just to remind you, Vitamin Life is still doing their free March 2020 presentations this Saturday and it's a good one because we're using all the things that we talk about on this show as prevention especially right now with this coronavirus. This one is on aromatherapy to purify air and home. It's going to be from 12 to 1 30 p.m. Remember it's free but you must call in for seating. Um, they're going to limit the seating. Uh, it isn't yeah, going to be the big crowds right. anymore. It will be limited so if you're interested in learning about that You want to make your call. And remember, everything is 10% off the store afterwards.
2: Yeah, and of course, the details and the phone number are in the event section at ConsciousTalk.net. And also, um, you're going to be hearing something new about what we call the little magic machine. Um, you're going to start hearing ads starting today, and we will be talking about that. So stay tuned. There is a lot of good that will come out all of this uh from all of this Uh, you know let's stick together and we'll be right back
0: welcome to conscious talk radio that makes a difference Well, coming up this hour on conscious talk so you're probably doing more than humanly possible right well you've got it together at work and for everyone else but what about you are you taking care of yourself We'll have a chat with self-care movement leader, Suzanne Falter, author of The Extremely Busy Women's Guide to Self-Care. And she sees a path forward because she's been there herself. And now I welcome your hosts for the day, Brenda Michaels and Rob Spears.
1: And thank you, Benny, and welcome folks to another hour Conscious Talk Radio that makes a difference. And yes, we are. We're making a difference again here today because we bring to you the very best people we know of. People that are making a positive difference in their lives and the lives of others. People that are learning, growing, they're waking up, coming on the show, teaching all of us and on this show we learn and grow together one listener at a time that listener is you
2: well we love it how books tend to show up in our office that are appropriate for this moment in our lives and and we see a lot of things happening thematically along these lines Uh, the book we're talking about today is the extremely busy women's guide to self-care do less, achieve more, and live the life you want, our special guest is the author, Suzanne Falter. Now, Suzanne's a writer, a podcaster, and speaker whose work has appeared in Self, O, More, Fitness, New Women and New York Times, Tiny Buddha and the Elephant Journal. So she knows from what she speaks. Apparently she is very busy, <laughs> um, but this uh, this book, the Extremely Busy Women's Guide to Self Care, Woman's
1: Guide, Women's, woman's woman's Okay, yeah, it's woman, woman's,
2: not yeah. Women's, not yeah. Women's Guide. Um, you know, it has allowed her to you know continue her speaking nationally. On the healing power of crisis and the importance of self care. We've been talking a lot about crisis, so let's get her on. Suzanne, welcome to Conscious Talk.
3: Hello. Thank you, Rob and Brenda. I'm so delighted to be here.
1: Well, we're delighted to have you, Suzanne. And first of all, most of my women friends and several of our female clients say that they are busier than ever. And, uh, and, you you know, you have found this trend toward busyness to be the norm?
3: Well, yeah, I would say so. And part of that has to do with the fact that our entire information base in the world has expanded exponentially in the last 15 years since we all got on board with the Internet mm-hmm. and uh, further back, of course. And the more information, stimulation, distraction that's coming your way, And the more work that is coming your way, because statistics do show that we are working harder than ever and taking less vacation time than ever, the Mm -hmm. more cranked up and stimulated we're going to be. The average American only spends four to five hours a day looking at their little handheld screen. Mm. Just wrap your head
1: around that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, that's scary. We are just getting them away from the big screen and, you know. And now they're a...
1: looking at the little ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: ex- <laughs> exactly.
1: Yes.
3: And what does this have to do with busyness? Well, we are also in work situations where workers are being asked to uh, do more and more as we have to process more and more. Some mm-hmm. of that's a little holdover from economic uh, crash in 2008, but some of it is just the incredibly increasing, accelerated pace
2: of life. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's mm-hmm. really crazy. I mean, we're all old enough to know um, that time back when when they thought computers were going to were going to free us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just yeah.
3: for a minute, maybe. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, just for a minute. Yeah, you know, we were going to have our the crisis was we were going to have all this leisure time, and it's kind of interesting because we're approaching. This generation is kind of talking about the same thing with um, artificial intelligence, taking, you know, if our cars will be driven uh, by a machine, uh, you know, all of these, there'll be robots for a lot of the things that used to employ people. So who knows, you know, whether we're going to continue creating more busyness.
1: But I want to ask you, um, you write in the book that um, we all crave self-care. And I looked at that statement and I thought, hmm, if we all crave it, then why don't we give that to ourselves?
3: And that, my dear Brenda, is why I have to have an entire chapter about why we avoid self-care. Mm-hmm. And often it's because we cannot see the reality of our situation for what it is. We pull the wool down over our own eyes. And if for women, at least, we are so busy doing for others, we can't even see that we are not doing much for ourselves. Mm -hmm. There's a level of denial that's sort of fast and thick around self-care. So a lot of my book is a wake-up call for people who know they need something, but they don't even know what they need. And that's why quite a few of the pages are little journaling exercises or little checklists or little questionnaires or places where you can go in and assess what your situation is right now. Because mm-hmm. telling the truth about it is the beginning of self care. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So- and, and, and what do you say to women that, because um, I've had clients that tell me they feel guilty if they decide to get away from their work and take a long walk or take a nap that's (laughs) the one that really gets them that they feel guilty about taking a nap what do you say to them about that okay so
3: i've read books about
1: naps and if you take naps at certain times of the day
3: it dramatically increases your productivity and your creativity the nap i think between 11 and 1 is really good for stimulating creative problem solving Mm-hmm. Nap between three and uh, uh, 1 and 3, early afternoon, helps you get more done. If mm-hmm. you've laid down in your office, closed the door, did a little 20-minute nap on the couch, you may find, like I usually do, you wake up just rev-charged and ready to go and prepared for whatever is needing your attention. I also mm. want to speak to your really good question about how people feel guilty. Guilt is the number one killer of self-care impulses. Mm-hmm. And I have a little Facebook group for, about self-care for extremely busy women. And in that group, I always ask all the women coming in, what is it that is your biggest self-care challenge? And almost every single one of them says, I feel guilty taking mm-hmm. time for myself.
4: Mm-hmm. It's
3: part of being a woman. It's part of our social conditioning that we shouldn't do that. And particularly at work. Now, um, interestingly, I just wrote an article that had some statistics about our productivity and how much our productivity goes up. And it can go up as much as 45% if we can just give ourselves to take a little time off, particularly vacations. And mm. you know that's a whole nother area too. Oh check right. yeah, yeah. To Drop be, your cell phone in the ocean. Surf.
2: We uh, we suggest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, look. Um, let's be clear. This isn't a book about um, better managing your time.
4: Or, is it? Or no. Is it? <laughs> no. 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 No.
3: <laughs> well, right. And like I I like to say, uh, and I said in the book, I used to think that self care was getting a massage every you know three or four months or maybe taking off a weekend here and there. Mm -hmm. It is not about that. It is not about time management. It's about reconnecting with the true you, the -hmm. person behind all of these to-do lists and responsibilities who is waiting to kind of um, return to yourself. Uh, I had a big crisis that provoked me to reenter the world of self-care, Uh, which is that in 2012, my daughter died very unexpectedly, my 22-year-old daughter. And her death was extremely galvanizing to me because at the time I was a lost workaholic. My values were completely gone. I'd forgotten who I was. And within um, a few months of her death, I had closed my business. My relationship had ended. I had left. The place I was living in, I had begun to kind of wander around Northern California where I was living and grieving and returning to myself in that process. And for two years, I didn't work. But what I did was I became committed to becoming a better person and living the life I was truly meant to live and really living my values. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: And that taught me so much about self-care. Self-care you know, is about returning to yourself and and honoring your impulses, even mm-hmm. when they seem a little crazy. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's so interesting because our, our main uh, mission on Conscious Talk Radio is to give people back to themselves. And you just wrapped <laughs> it up because yeah. our entire yeah. show is really about taking care of the self and developing the self and transforming the self. And the, all of that takes care Great care, you can't do any of that unless you are caring for yourself and caring that you are waking up and becoming the human being that you talked about after what happened with your crisis.
2: Yeah, and what's so interesting about that is it's something that we talk about, uh, which is when people are being themselves, when they've come in touch with that, That is wellness and on the physical, emotional and spiritual level. Mm -hmm. So when we come back, we're going to we're going to run off to a break right now, but we're going to continue with Suzanne Falter. We're talking about her book, The Extremely Busy Women's Guide to Self-Care.
0: For most of us, the New Year's resolution to lose those extra pounds turns to frustration when the weight bounces back, no matter how many calories you cut or how many protein meals you eat. the most powerful alkalizing ingredient ever developed. The amazing effect of BioPH is that it buffers and removes the acid in your body that causes you to gain weight. Make your weight loss program work with clinically proven PowerPH. For more information and to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com.
5: Ask your local natural health retailer about Plus CBD Oil products by CB Sciences today. Follow us on Facebook and learn more at PlusCBDOil.com.
6: Conscious Talk, radio that brightens your day. Have you ever wished there was a drug-free solution
0: to inflammation and pain that was safe, easy, and didn't involve a doctor? Well, now there is. It's called the little magic machine by some. Others have described it as the ultimate anti-aging machine. This amazing FDA Class II cleared device is changing lives by giving relief from pain and inflammation in the comfort of their home. After inserting one's hand into a patented glove, users place their hand inside a vacuum chamber where a special microprocessor manages the application of negative pressure and heat to safely infuse heat into the circulatory system reducing blood thickness, and increasing microvascular circulation. Why is microvascular circulation important? Well, this is where the body heals, gets its nutrients, and pain and inflammation are reduced at the core level. To find out more, go to littlemagicmachine.com or the event section at conscioustalk.net for events where the Little
6: Magic Machine is demonstrated. Today, more than ever, new technology is being created to help humankind, but few address subtle energy Ready to shake things up? Try Alternative Talk 1150.
2: And welcome back. You are listening to Conscious Talk, and we're so glad to have you on board. You know, we have been going through, nine, oh, this is our 19th year of Conscious Talk, learning along with you, and uh, we really, really, really enjoyed this part of our lives. <laughs> you know, it, it, I, I think as long as we're on the planet, we're going to be learning, and What are we learning about? Well, we're learning about ourselves. And so today's guest, Suzanne Falter, is right in line with all of that. We're talking about her book, The Extremely Busy Woman's Guide to Self-Care. Do less, achieve more, and live the life you want.
1: So, Suzanne, I got a good question for you. Are you asking mm-hmm. women to give up their identity? Because most of us are identified by the work we do. If you meet a person and say, you know, hi, how are you? The next question is, what do you do? And so we seem what to be... a an ide- question. <laughs> yeah. <I know.
3: laughs> That's a great question. Well, I'm not asking anybody to give up anything unless it flies in the face of their personal values. Mm-hmm. If I was to say to you, as I often used to, I'm Suzanne, and what I do is write advertising. Every Mm -hmm. time I said that, there was a little knife in my gut, and it twisted. Mm. I just didn't want to be a writer in advertising. I knew I was a writer-writer, and I should Mm -hmm. be writing books and articles, and -hmm. I should be speaking, and I should be doing all the things I do. And instead, what happened was I finally got back to that place where I claimed writing. And then there was a wonderful moment where I got to say, I'm Suzanne, and I'm a writer, and I can still Mm. say that to this day. It Mm -hmm. felt right in my soul. It it was aligned. And, you know, one of the things I talk about in the book is that when we're born, when we're little, little, little babies, infants, we're born with this fantastic internal alignment, and we know what we need. We know how to ask for it. We know how to get it. And our impulses and our instincts are really lined up and wired up, and we are talking ourselves with great clarity and power and to the world. By the Mm -hmm. time we are midlife adults, younger adults, older adults, doesn't really matter, we have twisted the system. Mm
4: -hmm. And
3: everything is a little bit difficult to access. We may know what we need. We may not. We may know what we need and we may be afraid to admit it. We may know what we need and we may run from it. We are It's not so much how we identify ourselves, it's how good do we feel about our life. Mm. That's the biggest, most important question to ask ourselves. And within that, what do I need right now? You know, if your listeners, and and you all are free to join me, if we all ask ourselves right now, what do I need right now? Can we really answer that question? Mm. Sometimes we can't, and that's when we know we need to pay attention to our life.
2: Yeah. Right,
1: and I'd say most of the time people can't really answer that question,
2: yeah, I was going to bring that up. I'm mm-hmm. glad that you hit that one because we are so entrained and acculturated to um equating life with this busyness um, uh, yeah. it, you know as and, and you've laid that out but but look, um how do we so so here we are. Um, existing in this sort of netherland of we don't know who we are because we've been so busy and that's how we define ourselves. How do you know when you're too busy? I mean, what is the, it, there's got to be some stressors here.
3: I think that one of the ways we know we're too busy is that we have lost our joy. We're not waking mm-hmm. up happy and energized and ready to get mm-hmm. to work in the morning. We are looking for distractions. We might be overeating. We might be compulsively shopping. We might be drinking too much, a little extra wine every night. Whatever it is, we're running away from the essence of who we are. We're running away from our lives because we've been consumed by perhaps work we feel we have to do that we have to hang on to. Here's a a typical story. Um, I heard this one in my little Facebook group. In the group, a woman posted, and she said, well, okay, so I you know, I asked the question, what would you do if you had 10 times more courage?" And this woman came, um, posted a week later, she said, "Well, I read your question and I thought, I'm going to quit my job. I just <laughs> I've had it with this job. I'm working way too hard. The people are nice, the work is good, but I'm working way too hard." She went to her boss. She attempted to quit. And what happened was he offered her a part-time position for the same money because he valued her so much. She got half her time back. She dared to change the lockstep, the structure, the mold. She dared to get out of the box of her expectations about what she could have in her life. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful. I really love that story. That to me is a very empowering and inspirational story about someone who is willing to take a risk on themselves, on themselves, yeah. and exactly. and which is not—it's exactly. not an easy do for for ninety-nine percent of the people. It's not an easy do. Yeah, that's you know, for sure.
2: We, we often talk about how we actually know the answers
1: mm-hmm. A-
2: and yeah. in healing and other ways, you know, we bring that out in people. Um, but that's kind of what you're talking about. It's like there are those urgings and,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you just got to have the courage to act on them and then see what you get.
1: Yeah. And then <laughs> there's people like you and us who we get kicked in really pretty hard in mm-hmm. the gut and that wakes us up. And that's OK, too. It, it, it's going to take whatever it takes. But being able yep. to be courageous enough to take a risk is pretty cool. Well, we talked a little bit. You you just mentioned some of the things that happen, you know, when we're over busy. But what about some of the common symptoms, like physical symptoms, of being uh, overly busy oh, yeah. and stressed? What, what are some Absolutely. of those?
3: Absolutely. One of the big ones is sleeplessness, mm-hmm. low energy, uh, kind of chronic aches and pains. It can be chronic illnesses. Yeah. Now, I'm not a medical professional, et cetera, et cetera, you know. However, you know if your body is telling you to stop. When I was writing advertising and hating my life, I would wake up every morning with a chronic nosebleed. Ooh. Never had another one after I left advertising. Wow. <laughs> so was my body telling me very graphically, sorry mm. if I grossed anyone out, that, you know, this is too much stress for you. Mm. I, yeah. I also... I notice what I dream about, and I really uh, record my dreams, and I interpret them for myself. And I have had dreams around stressful situations where I woke up with a deep sense in the morning that if I had gone down that particular road, it would have been way too stressful. Mm. Our bodies are always talking to us, but we may or may not listen. And yeah. when yes. we listened, and I'll tell you, my daughter was really taught me this because I didn't—I was like, "Body? You mean I have one?" <laughs> I was like, <laughs> really not paying attention. Let's just say. But right. she had yeah. epilepsy, and she was super tuned into her body. So mm. she wrote in her journal all about how important it was to tune into your body, and if you had a question, she said, you can even lie down, um, a lie down and put your hand on your belly or your heart and ask yourself that question
2: and let your body answer the mm, question mm, mm-hmm. yeah Yep. yeah that uh, Very h- cool. you know we are living in this incredible biofeedback mechanism
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> and
2: uh, that's what it means to be a spirit having a human experience you know we're just expressing yeah. this bi- uh, biochemically and electorally I- electronically in this in this mm-hmm. thing but here's the yep. deal um You you know, learning to pay attention is something that we've talked about for years, but it's also Mm -hmm. what we say to somebody is, well, you know, they come with a problem, but spiritual, emotional, or whatever, and they Mm want to shift, they want to be different. And so we say, okay, the answer is be different, because whatever you've been doing brought you here, so do something different.
1: Yeah, we tell them yeah. to stop doing, doing what brought them here. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> number and, and, one. And that it's necessary
3: sounds necessary to hear it from somebody else, right? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, right. that's what I'd say about that is is um, I can remember giving a talk uh, some years ago in, in Oregon, and after the talk it was about um, – a different book I did, which was about breaking through your fears around your creative pursuit. And a man came up to me after the talk, and he said, I just want you to tell me one thing. And I said, what is that? He said, do I have permission to go live my dream? Mm. I said, you have 100% complete permission. And he just needed me to say that, and he well, went away happy. Yeah. It was very clear. I thought it was an excellent question,
1: and he, he knew what he needed, and he went for it, you know? Mm. It's very cool. And it's very interesting because at least what I've experienced in my life, I've been given permission by lots of people for things that I didn't do because I was not able, Suzanne, to give myself permission to do it. As much as I wanted it. Does that make sense? Touché.
3: Touché. Touché. I want to say something about being that driven, lost person that I was Mm -hmm. at the time of my daughter's death, the workaholic, Mm -hmm. et cetera. Mm -hmm. I had not given myself permission to just be happy and have my creative pursuits be enough. The work I was doing at the time was marketing consulting, online marketing consulting. And I was, you know, doing a little right. and I had left behind my writing career. Mm. I just walked away because I thought it was more important to earn a lot of money. Yeah. And I moved towards the money, and I lost my heart and my soul along the mm-hmm. way. But I mm-hmm. didn't really lose them because as soon as she died, I began writing again because it was the only way I could cope with my grief.
4: Yeah, and that the writing makes a lot came back sense.
3: to me, and and for two years I didn't really work, and then an investor came along and hired me to write books. And then I, you know, published uh, my own books and I published uh, the the Extremely Busy Woman's Guide to Self-Care. And all of these opportunities started coming in, pulling me towards
1: the thing that I wanted to do because I opened up and I allowed it. There you go. Very good. And that's a word. Allow is a huge, powerful word.
2: Making space. Well, hang on. Hang on, folks. We're going to run off to a break. We'll be back with Suzanne Falter
7: you're young at heart. Let's keep it that way. Stay feeling young with Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract designed specifically to help support and strengthen your cardiovascular system as you age. Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract was founded on scientific research and has been the subject of more than 800 research studies over the last 45 years, revealing its significant cardiovascular benefits.
8: To find the Kyolic formula right for you, go to kyolic.com. That's K-Y-O-L-I-C dot com.
9: Decades ago, Dr. O'Hara developed a formula for optimal human health a blend of superfoods and live bacteria, naturally fermented for three years, encapsulated to deliver prebiotics, probiotics, and most importantly, postbiotics to your digestive system, aiding digestion, increasing absorption of essential nutrients, supporting the immune system, and unleashing the healthier, happier you. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics, 100% vegetarian, non-GMO, free of artificial additives, chemicals, preservatives, or colorings, dairy and gluten-free. Dr. O'Hara's himself, proclaimed in 1974, each capsule of Dr. Ohira's probiotics is filled with our passion and hope for bringing health and long life to all 7 billion people on Earth. And today, his legacy lives on, making Dr. Ohira's probiotics a world leader in superior probiotics. Dr. Ohira's probiotics, available online and at natural health retailers nationwide.
0: Conscious Talk, radio that lifts you up.
8: Go to vitaminlife.com and save up to 50% on supplements or call vitaminlife.com to order at
6: 866-998-8855. There's a reason they invented the internet. It's called 1150-KKNW.com.
1: Hey, welcome back, folks, and thanks for tuning in today to Conscious Talk, and I mean tune in, where you tune into who you are, tuning into your hopes and your dreams and your needs and your values and your desires, all the things that make you, and that's what this show is about, and hopefully you're getting information and inspiration and empowerment that gives you that space to be yourself, and one of those people that we've invited as a guest is Susan. Suzanne Falter, her book is The Extremely Busy Woman's Guide to Self-Care, Do Less, Achieve More, and Live the Life You Want. And, Suzanne, I have a question for you about illusions. What illusions do we carry about getting stuff done, or do we? Well, I think it's an excellent question. And I think one of the
3: big illusions we carry about getting stuff done is that, first of all, we're going to get it all done. We mm-hmm. might get a few tasks done on the to-do list, but mm-hmm. then even if we've checked off every little thing, how often do we stop and rest and say, that's really enough? How, o- yeah. how often do we really appreciate that? Or if you're like I used to be, do we stand back with that pocket of time and go, what five more things could I stuff into this little pocket of time? Mm. <laughs> the other mm-hmm. thing we do is we assume that getting a lot of things done is really the point. I want to share a little story. I was in a a cafe in Paris. It was just after Wi-Fi came to Paris in public places, and I had my laptop set up. You just don't do this in Paris. But I was an American, and I didn't get it. Mm
4: -hmm. In
3: sweeps a man entirely dressed in blue, blue glasses, blue tie, blue shirt, blue velvet suit, blue suede shoes, everything blue, very elegant. And he comes in, and he looks at me with my laptop, and he lets force this big burst of French, and then he sits right next to me. And uh, I'm watching him and his entourage. They're drinking champagne. They're having a very good time. They're very connected to the essence of joy. I'm looking at my sad little computer, and I'm feeling (laughs) like I am in the wrong place trying to do the wrong thing, (laughs) or maybe the right place trying to do the wrong thing. So he leans over to me unprompted. And he says, "Chérie, what is the point?" Mm, you can't
1: yeah. beat that. For real- yeah, really. Yeah. And yeah. did you have an and Chérie, did you have an answer for him? <laughs> I was like Merci, monsieur. <laughs> I actually apologize. I put my computer away, and I apologized.
3: Oh. And he gave me a big hug, and it was very sweet. And I later found out, I watched all these people come in and and, and sort of genuflect to him, and I realized he was a local celebrity.
4: Mm. And I later
3: read, just recently he died. It was Yishu, who was the great empresario of uh, drag cabaret in oh.
4: Paris.
3: Oh. And oh. there he was next to me saying, Sherry, what is the point?" Yeah. So, <laughs> what yep. can I say? I, uh, yeah. I learned I learned at the hand of somebody who really understood about joy. And, oh, and yes. you know I think
2: joy to other people. Yep. I think of people um in the line in their cars in line at the takeout window of a mm-hmm. fast food place. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. what is the point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's I think that's a great line for so many of those situations. We don't take to, the uh, time. Oh, yeah.
3: We go don't ahead. take the time. We yeah. we let ourselves get carried along by this idea that we have to be productive to mm-hmm. be useful and to have a valuable life. But there we are inherently valuable.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: We are all mm-hmm. inherently valuable in and of who we are. Mm-hmm. Teal, in this journal she left behind, which I used as my guide in a lot of my discoveries. of self-care, wrote, be and you know, or just be. Her mm. whole thing was, mom, just be.
4: Mm. <laughs> now,
3: she was, a, she was a much more free-form character than me at the time. I was really locked down and all about business. And she would travel the world with her little guitar in her backpack for months at a time, never knowing quite where she was going to go next. And she was uncom- she was very very comfortable with uncertainty. This is one of the reasons I think we are locked into um, so many obligations that don't feel good to us because we go for security as opposed to joy.
4: Yes. And when you're
3: and I'm not saying we shouldn't develop a safe life where we're where we honor um, getting our needs met, but I think you got to like ride the balance. For yeah. me, teaching people about Internet marketing was just a complete veer off the right path. I was yeah. doing yes. fine with my writing. There was no reason I had to do that. It was just sort of a low-hanging fruit, and I went for it. And, yep. and I hadn't thought it through, you see. I, right. hadn't, I didn't even know what my values were. I didn't right. know how important it was to me to give this gift that I was given.
1: Yes, and most people, uh, Suzanne, unfortunately, feel like money is security. It's everything in their lives, and they they circle the wagons around that as their central focus. So we're here with extremely busy woman's guide to self care, Suzanne Falter, talking about these issues, and we'll be right back.
10: Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and it's that time of year again when everyone suffers from some kind of upper respiratory problem. We miss work and feel miserable spending too much time with doctors and pharmacists. That is, unless we protect ourselves and our families with a product that I recommend to my patients, clear saline nasal spray and sinus rinse. Clear combines the unique properties of xylitol and the health-promoting benefits of a saline nasal spray to help cleanse, moisturize, and soothe your sinuses and nasal passages. Clear helps wash away bacteria, pollens, and other irritants before they have a chance to attack the sensitive tissues in your upper respiratory tract. Clear is easy to use, effective, and safe for people of all ages. Clear is simply your best defense in an increasingly dirty and polluted world. I use it myself. You can find Clear Saline Nasal Spray and Sinus Wash at Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, CVS, Rite Aid, and other drugstore, supermarkets, and pharmacies near you, as well as Amazon. Or you can visit Clear on the web at clear.com. That's www.xlear.com.
6: Conscious Talk Radio that opens the heart and illuminates the mind.
1: This is Brenda Michaels. Our mission at Conscious Talk Radio has been to pioneer a shift in consciousness and empower our listeners to become conscious consumers and a positive force in all areas of their lives. We are very passionate about superior natural supplements that truly enhance our health. And one of our favorites is Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics, a fermented probiotic paste made from natural fruits and veggies, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics was introduced in the US in 2000 by Michael Shore, founder of Essential Formulas, after personally experiencing its powerful effect when he fell ill in Malaysia with digestive distress. It's been 20 years now, and on their 20th anniversary, Rob and I want to congratulate Michael Shore and Essential Formulas for bringing us this superior probiotic supplement, which is available at natural health retailers nationwide.
6: Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150.
4: Message in a bottle.
2: Message in a bottle. And welcome back. You are listening to Conscious Talk. And as always, we're so happy to have you on board. Just remember this, ConsciousTalk.net is the website. You know, sometimes the brain and the tongue, they just don't connect.
1: They just don't work.
2: (laughs) Well, we are here with Suzanne Falter. And uh, you can catch up with this if you've only just tuned in, um, the whole interview is going to be right there on her guest page at ConsciousTalk.net. Just put Suzanne Falter in the search engine and you'll find it. But she is the author of the Extremely Busy Woman's Guide to Self-Care and also the Self-Care for Extremely Busy Women podcast. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, you can continue on with this work and what she's involved in by catching up with her there. Well, uh, Suzanne, I, I wanted to tell you, a quick story about what we have learned about letting go uh to find yourself you have to let go first we um when we sold our house we had less than a week to move there was a quick sale uh yep yep quick sale and um we uh we knew a general idea of what it was going to feel like where we moved, not where it was and within a cup one weekend we found our new home and that was by letting go and sticking with who we were how we wanted to feel and then just let the experience fall in and and it did, and we've been extremely happy,
1: yeah, really happy and What was so fascinating about that whole process we we had spent time imagining what it felt like to be. In what we were looking for, we were looking for acreage and maybe horses to be surrounded by that horse energy, which I used to have in my life and was wanting it again and not knowing where we were going to be. But that was the feeling and sort of the imagination process that we used, And then we just put it out there to the universe and trusted that it would come to us, and it did come to us, and it came to us in a beautiful and easy manner. Um, And and we could have been busy for months running around looking for a place to to (laughs) live to fit that, but we decided to change that and do it this way, and it was really a really lovely process.
2: Yeah, and so that's kind of what you talk about here, right? Yes, and,
1: you
3: know, this letting go is is a big piece of my work, because most Mm -hmm. people want to know how to let go. And what they're looking for really is, how can I let go without any fear or discomfort or worry? Right. And I've come to the conclusion that it's very, it's kind of impossible to do that. But once Mm -hmm. you move through the fear and the worry, and you understand the power of letting go, then maybe it's not going to run your life so much. And you can just lay back and let go. Mm -hmm. When I, um, when I, (laughs) When after my daughter died, it was really hard for me to stop working until a friend really got in my face and said, you must stop now. And Mm -hmm. I I had tried to restart my business, and and it was a total failure. And this was two years in, and I had no idea how I was going to make a living or what I was going to do. But I did feel that this process of letting go of everything was important, and I was on the right track. And by then, I was living with a friend for free in her guest room. I was living extremely simply, probably at the poverty level, and I had my needs met. Every morning I woke up and looked out my window, and the rain had filled in a beautiful pond outside my mm. window. My friend was so much fun to live with, and I, all she wanted me to do was make some meals, and I love cooking, so that was a joy. And mm. You know, everything led from one thing to the next, and then this investor just called up out of nowhere and said, Hey, would you like to write novels for me, and mm. I'll pay you. And I Mm. still do that work today because I love writing fiction, and he's very supportive of my work. And, you know, the books sell, and (laughs) it's like I never could have imagined this was what my life would look like when I let go of everything. Because i had been in lockdown. It's never going to work unless I go sell my marketing consulting, and that's the only thing I can do with my life, even though it feels wrong. Yes. It's an
1: illusion. Yeah, that's yeah. an illusion. It's a lie that we tell ourselves, and then we get hooked into that lie because we put a belief behind it—a very strong yeah. belief.
2: Yeah, but that you we can can't get, have
1: it any differently.
2: Right, but you can get yeah. hooked into who you really are. By I mean, mm-hmm. you said, "I'm a writer." You yeah. change the. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, you got to the essence of it, and mm-hmm. guess what? There, mm-hmm. the essence flows in.
1: And and here's here's uh, just a little caveat to our story. When we moved here, and yes, we wanted to be able to look at horses, you know, lean on a fence and just breathe (laughs) it all in, the beauty and everything. And I used to ride, and I never Mm -hmm. dreamt that this community would embrace us the way it has. And everyone here is pretty much retired. Kids are grown and gone, and they've all got two and three horses and no one to ride Mm -hmm. them. And guess what? (laughs) I got invited to ride. And so, and I love it. I'm like, I'm just Mm. thrilled that I get to spend time with these animals and I get to ride them. And we also do healing work on animals. And we've had the great pleasure now of being able to work on horses. And they're, wow. they're such powerful, magical beings. And so the whole thing, none of that was in our imagination.
2: Right, but it was in mm-hmm. our feelings for us. Yeah, and-
1: yes. we just knew how well, we felt. Yeah, that And that's back to the point I was making earlier about
3: how we have this great internal alignment that points us back to ourselves, which is the whole point of self-care. Self-care is about feeding that alignment. And when we ask ourselves, what do I need right now? We will get lined up with the correct impulse. Your impulse had to do with horses. And yes. sure enough, you found your way back to horses and onto a horse. How cool is that?
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Way very cool. <laughs>
3: very
1: cool.
2: Yeah. Well, it's so look, the book, um, because everybody wants to know, well, how do I do this too? You actually do have, <laughs> you well, know, you have, you have steps, you, you have, have five basics, basics. of yeah. self
1: care. Yeah. So, So, what are yeah. these?
3: The five basics of self-care. Number one is to understand your needs, which is exactly what we've been talking about. And number mm-hmm. two, which often gets short shrift, is to set some boundaries. Mm-hmm. Now, look, are you like that woman who's overworking and likes her job, but it's just too damn much? Mm-hmm. Well, she went and set a boundary with her boss, and she recreated her job to be something that was really, really right for her. Mm. You know, boundaries also need to be set around home. I've got chapter a chapter on how to set boundaries with the people you love. Right. Because sometimes we let them take a little piece of us away that shouldn't be taken. Mm-hmm. And learning to have that boundary, a healthy boundary, that is not over-boundary, rigid, and unkind, but that's a loving and firm boundary, that's good for everybody. Sort of like yes. the fence between neighbors, you know? Right. Yep. Another another basic is to ask for help when you need it. Mm-hmm. See, this is one of the things that is so hard for us, uh, especially us extremely busy women. We know we can get the job done better usually by ourselves. Yeah. And one of the things that was very humbling for me in my meltdown of recreation was that I had to ask for help, and people yep. came out of nowhere, be, total strangers often, to help me because they knew. That this is a situation where help was merited. And to my own credit, I let it in. I didn't run from it because we don't like accepting help. It makes us feel vulnerable. And yet we cannot get the job done alone. Alone. And number four, of course, is to take action. You know, you have to go have that meeting with the boss. Or you have to go make the request that your partner really, truly split the housework, Mm
4: -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm.
3: for real. My sister was just telling me she gives her husband a list of things to get done, and he appreciates that because it's very clear, you know, communication well, is
2: here. We're, we're, yeah, we have a friend. We're laughing because Rob, Rob calls
1: it his honey-do <laughs> list, honey-do this, honey-do that. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the never-ending
2: list, but we have a friend, yeah. and the saying about her is she never takes on more than her husband can handle. Yeah. So. <laughs>
1: I love that. Yeah, love that's that. a great one. But, well, and, and what's the last one? We, we're running out of time build, here.
3: Yes, yeah, build self-care in your day. And the more habitual it can be, the more on a regular schedule, the more written into your calendar it can be, the better. That's what yeah. makes self-care work. you got to build it in step by step. And yeah. Of yeah. I hey. a lot more tips and things on my podcast. Oh my, my gosh, there is. It.
1: There's myths, 10 trove. myths <laughs> about it and oh, oh
2: right. Well, we want people to it's buy the book trove. because yes. it's really a good sure. read and mm-hmm. it is filled with a lot of wisdom. Mm-hmm. You will see yourself in it mm-hmm. and uh Aww. look, Suzanne did it, you can do it. Yeah, we can
1: do it. Absolutely. I love this book. Suzanne, I'm going to keep it as one of my Bibles, so to speak, and read it and read it again. Yes, because there's so much great help in this book, and it's written very simply and very beautifully. Suzanne, thank you so much for uh, joining us today and for being here for this interview and for doing this work. Really appreciate it. Take care and and really appreciate it. It's been my pleasure.
3: It's been my pleasure. Thank you you so much for having me in the extremely busy woman's guide. You
1: bet. And folks, thank you as always. Have a beautiful day, and we'll see all of you next time, right here on Conscious Talk.
0: What if you could be your own healer? Well, you can unleash your natural healing abilities with the AIM program of energetic balancing. To learn more about energetic self-healing, you can order the Novel Sanctuary today by calling 877-500-3622 or request a free AIM information kit. Call 877-500-3622 or visit energeticmatrix.com. Unleash your natural self-healing abilities with the AIM program of Energetic Balancing. Conscious
8: Talk, radio that gives back to yourself.